Final score in this one, straight set winner for the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors over St. Genevieve, 25-22, 25-8, 25 We're now joined by the 41st-year head coach of the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors, Nancy Fisher and coach, an 11-4-1 start to the season. Well, now we're into the middle portion of the season, but a very good win tonight for your ball club. I thought it was a, a well-played game in all facets of the game. What's your take on in this win? I think it, it was for the most part. Um, I think the first set, it seemed like there were a lot of errors. Uh, it seemed like St. John had trouble serving. We had trouble staying out of the net on our blocks. So there were quite a few errors. But and then I thought as the evening wore on, I thought it was a lot cleaner play by both teams. That's one thing I was going to ask. The unforced errors by both sides in that first set really went away in the second set. And you guys opened that second set with uh, a 3 nothing run. They answer back, make it 3-2, to two, and then you rattle off nine straight points. What changed from that first set to the second set for your team? I don't know. I think we just got a little bit more comfortable, uh, knew a little bit more where we needed to go for our to play defense against different players. And I thought uh, I thought the number one thing was we had a little bit better passes off serve receive, so we were able to get the first quality swing all the time. Michaela Joggers did pretty much almost everything except work the concession stand for, for the team tonight. Uh, I have her down for a handful of kills, five aces, and even a stuff block at the net as well. That's just my count. It's obviously an official, but uh, a great game for her. What did you see from Joggers tonight? I thought she did a nice job. She played really good defense for us, and uh, and like you said, she served really well. Uh, she rattled off a string of good serves, even even the ones that weren't aces were, were serves that got them out of system, and that was that was just good for us. And she played a solid game, but I thought everybody around her played a solid game as well. Uh, when we needed to, uh, certain people stepped up for us, and, and I couldn't have been more pleased. What can a serve from a player like Joggers that gets the defense out of whack do for the offense for your team whenever it comes back across? Oh, it just makes it so much easier. Uh, we're dealing with maybe off-speed hits or, or free balls, and so now we can go swing again. And maybe the first swing wasn't as good as we wanted. Now we can get a better one, or we can choose where we wish to tip. Coach, I'll shift gears here, and I meant to ask you this in the pregame show, and uh, I completely forgotten that interview, so I'll ask it now. Uh, I read an article a couple weeks ago about uh, coaches in the Jefferson County area not being happy playing to five sets, or not that they weren't happy, but just didn't really like playing to five sets at the high school level, even though it simulates the college, I guess, atmosphere of, of playing to five sets. But they had mentioned, one of the things they had mentioned is high school, other sports don't play the same way that college does. Now, why make volleyball do that? And also, it's tougher for some schools to get back to where they live late, and then students are late to school or falling asleep in class. Or what I had brought up in one of my in my interview last week with Coach uh, Leftridge from St. Pius. Well, that's even more dangerous if a child doesn't get their sleep and then driving on the way to school in the morning crashes. That's even more dangerous. What's your take, Coach, on playing the five sets at the high school level? I think uh, there are some coaches that like it. Personally, I agree exactly with what you said. It is a long evening. We started playing here. Our first first match started at 4.30, and now it's, you know, almost 9 o'clock. And, and certainly if this had gone four or five sets, it would be much later. And you have kids getting home late. And, and especially the, in this case, we're all in town here. But if you're on the road and, and you have to go somewhere that's an hour's drive away, you're leaving right after school. They have no time to, to get any of their homework done. And then you play all evening, and now they have no, home, no time to do homework after that. It, it's not a great situation um, in an academic setting. It wouldn't be so bad on a Friday night, but... Um, <laughs> Not know, a lot of volleyball on a Friday night because football. Exactly. And then the, the also the other thing is this is our third match tonight, this week, and, and we're going to play again tomorrow night. So if you're trying to do that four nights running, yes. it's difficult. 
You got the Kingston uh, Lady Cougars tomorrow night on the road. That will open up conference play for your group. What do you know about Kingston this year? I know that they've played uh, some good matches along the way, and, and they've had some matches where they struggled. But hopefully we'll be able to, to come in tomorrow evening and, and do a good job against them and, and basically use the weapons we have and, and play a good, solid volleyball game. I'll wrap it up with this, Coach. And it's been the theme I've been asking the MAAA coaches throughout the, the season whenever I've been able to. And uh, a lot of seniors graduated last year. A lot of quality seniors graduated from the MAAA conference, not just large school teams, but even small school teams. And you bring a couple of seniors and a handful of juniors that return from last year. So what's your outlook on the conference this year ahead of conference play opening up tomorrow? And where do you think your team stands? I think we're in, in pretty good shape. We have a really a kind of nicely balanced team this year uh, with, you know, a couple senior, well, three seniors and then some juniors, some four juniors, and then some sophomores that play for us and some freshmen. So it's really a, a nice balance as far as it's not a whole bunch of seniors. We'll still have some left over uh, for next year. Uh, but uh, but these, the, these are really some special seniors that we have this year. Addie and, and Michaela both played for for the varsity on the varsity as freshman, Michaela was a starter, and then Addie joined us later in the season. And Emma is just a tough luck kid. Um, her sophomore year, she got injured and missed a lot of the season. And the last year, on the very first play that she had, she tore ACL and missed the entire oh. season. Her season that consisted of one swing, one kill, and that was it. Oh, that's and then, rough. And she's working really hard and has worked hard to come back this year. So, so we really like our seniors, but. Uh, you're right. A lot of quality seniors graduated last year, but I think a lot of teams have some good quality seniors this year as well as underclassmen. I was just about to ask, and I'll wrap it up with this, Coach. won't take any more of your time, but uh, I, I was talking with uh, Trent Hartley last year on the baseball side, and he had mentioned the, the youth in the MAAA on the baseball side that has really surprised him. How's the youth look across the MAAA this year, and are you surprised by the amount of good sophomore and freshman that teams have this year? Not so much. It used to be years ago. It was very rare mm-hmm. to have a freshman come in and be a, a contributor at the varsity level. But anymore now with USAV and the club ball, it, it really has changed things. Kids are, when they get to you as freshmen, they've been ready to play in, you know, <laughs> four, five, six years. Um, and that can be a good and a bad thing. They come with a lot more experience, but then a lot of times they also have some, some kind of chronic injuries already that, that we have to deal with. 